Hey guys, it's Anna. It's Sarah. And welcome to Two Peas in a Podcast. (laughs) So how was your week? (laughs) My week was good today. Today is Tuesday. How was your week? <laughs> I mean, like from last time mm-hmm. they heard from us. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it was good. I went to Georgetown where I revisited Baked and Wired <gasps> without <laughs> Muslim thing. Oh man. Um yes. And there was a line at Baked and Wired, but I got some cakes. Ooh. Yes. Do you like? Um, they were pretty good. I don't know if I would go again. Really? But I think I would try like their drinks next time. I don't know. Oh, okay. I think their cake their cakes were very it was a lot. I like I got um I got one and it was like chocolate cake with chocolate frosting and it was just very dense. Sounds like kind of rich. Yeah, it was pretty rich. True. Yeah. Would they you one... oh sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> they have one with like all these berries on top. Ooh. Really good. I that's so fun. Berries. Yeah, it was like about a close by the time we like got inside. So I was like trying to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Thing. Georgetown. So many memes. So many memes. <laughs> True. Yeah. How was your week since last time? Um it was good um went to the jazz fest fun yeah that was really nice lovely weather we had this weekend yes alhamdulillah degrees it was a little rainy mm-hmm. yeah did you have any fun foods i did not have a hot dog that's so sad it's very upsetting i'm so sorry it's okay. Um, last night, so actually all summer, I've been asking my mom to make this soup for me. Soup? Yeah. And I'm a really big fan of beats. Oh, nice. Not the headphones, but <laughs> the vegetable. Right. <laughs> I think they're so yummy. Yum. Um, and then I just like heard of a beet soup in New York Times cooking. Wow. I, was like, I need to try this. <laughs> and I forget what country it's like native to, but there's like borscht. And uh-huh. that's like a cold soup. So initially I was like, I want to try this cold summer soup. But then... um. I ended up giving her some like different recipe and that was a warm soup 
of the beet with like coconut cream. Whoa. It was so good. Dang. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Yeah. It tasted like beets, which was nice. great. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Was it like was it like purple, like a beet? Or was it like yeah, a it was different like, color? It was like deep red. Ooh. Yeah. That's so fun and exciting. <laughs> Thanks. And with like the white, like coconut cream yeah. on top, it really like looks so. I pretty. love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, artistic. That should be submitted to New York Times cooking. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. That is a fun food. Yeah, it was something different. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, <laughs> I spent nine and a half hours in my phone. Wow, impressive. Thanks. <laughs> world record world record truly um most of that was just like texting people so you could actually subtract a couple hours from that oh because I don't a couple hours (laughs) I I just don't consider that to be wasteful yeah that's definitely not wasteful you're having a conversation with someone yeah um but I spent 90 minutes just on Instagram and then 45 minutes just on Twitter. And then I don't use TikTok as much. Like, I only used 30 minutes yesterday, which is not a lot. Nice. And then 10 minutes on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for you. Yeah, but. Wait, so what is like the other seven hours? texting (laughs) no wait you don't have to answer it's okay no it's okay this is a safe space I feel I'm feeling some judgment I'm not judging okay I spent two and a half hours on messages Mm -hmm. okay that's not bad okay thank you then I spent an hour and a half on Instagram and I spent like some time on YouTube, which isn't a big deal. Yeah. YouTube videos are long. Count. <laughs> yeah. And then like Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat. And then it like listed like some of the websites I was on. Like azlyrics.com for 20 oh. seconds. <laughs> it listed that really? Yeah. I didn't know you could see that. Yeah. Cool. How about you? Um well, my total screen time for yesterday, September 6th, was six hours and 30 minutes. Nice. Um, thanks. But I'm like looking and I don't, like I'm confused, honestly. <laughs> okay, because I spent an hour and 40 minutes on Instagram, unfortunately. For some context that we'll get into in a little bit, I do not have TikTok on my phone. Um, otherwise, that would be at the very top of the list. But um I guess now my only like substitute for that is Instagram. So unfortunate. Reels. Um, <laughs> Reels. <laughs> um, okay. Then I spent an hour and 14 minutes on maps. So that's not even social media, but Map. I was navigating. I was navigating. Back Struggling to, to navigate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, 40 minutes on Twitter. Um, and five minutes on Snapchat. Nice. Yeah. 20 minutes on Facebook too, somehow. But okay. again, I have a lack of TikTok in my life. So I need to 
fill that hole with something. <laughs> How would you say social media fits into like your daily routine? If, if at all, does it fit into your daily routine? Yeah, it does. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, it is something I use on the daily. Um, I guess it's like, hmm. sorry, I'm thinking because my life has drastically changed now that I've started working. So I don't think it's like the first thing I do anymore. I think now I just get up. Nice. But like, I guess like on a weekend and when I'm like chilling in bed, yeah, <laughs> then it's like one of the first things I look at. And then it's definitely one of the last things I look at before going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can you elaborate on your question? Um, no, you answer the question. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) And then I guess I use it throughout the day, but something I've noticed is like, if I'm occupied, like if I'm like out with friends or like Mm -hmm. doing an activity, I don't even think about social media, but it's more, yeah, but like on a normal, like chill day where I'm just like at home with no structure yeah I have like like how yesterday was then I'll have a lot more hours on social media and like I'm completely aware of it true but there's just like nothing else I want to like fill my time with so I just end up there like over and over same yeah even if I just check like Instagram I'll like open it again I know I'd be closing the app and then opening another one yeah (laughs) Yeah, I would say I'm probably like the same when it comes to my usage. Just because actually, <laughs> no, never mind. Because yeah, I'm I'm like reevaluating. Okay. Because um, I do wake up and then I have to log into work, but like my work is like there's always like slow moments where I have like not much going on. Okay. Um. So unfortunately, I like fill that time by scrolling on my phone and I'm not like happy to admit it, especially because like, I mean, I do all my tasks. It's like when I have no tasks to do and I don't have like meetings or anyone to talk to that I'm on my phone. Yeah. Um, so I definitely spend quite a bit of time during the workday on social media um, just for no reason. Like, Yeah. I don't know what I'd be doing on there. I'd just be scrolling, <laughs> looking at reels. Um, and yeah, I definitely use the after work on the weekends. Um, before I go to bed, I check it. Um, but like before I go to bed, I typically like I do like other things I try to at least like I try to like watch like YouTube videos or something instead just to like fully like turn my brain off okay but um yes I am a user of social media you use I use (laughs) 
would you say you're addicted? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes I'm like reflecting, you know, as I do. And I feel like I am a little bit, a little bit addicted. Would mm. you say that you are? Um, I don't know if I can say I'm addicted because I'm, I feel confident that I could live without it. Nice. My thing is just, I don't want to, <laughs> like, I don't True. feel like the need to like delete all my accounts at this point yeah. in my life because I don't think it's necessarily bad for me right now. True. Um, but I do use it a lot and like, yeah, I mean, I took some steps this summer to like not use it so much so I can put my time elsewhere. So like by putting like time limits and stuff that made a difference. But now it's like, I don't know, Instagram is dying. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> is dying. <laughs> and dying social media. Yeah. And I'm just, like, irritated of TikTok. Really? Yeah. Like, I use it. And I like some stuff, obviously. But I don't know. It's just a lot of people's opinions. And I just don't respect their opinions all the time. <laughs> That's fair. You know, yeah. I'm going to respect everyone's opinions. Thank you. <laughs> Um, no, I agree. That's very honest. That's a very honest review of TikTok. Or it's just like, it's just like pointless information. Like, yeah, when they're like, run to Target. Like, I'm <laughs> they not, always, yeah, they say run. They like, always care about stuff like that, I think. Yeah. Okay, so, I know what you mean. Maybe if they said, like, run to Shake Shack, <laughs> then I would run. But I don't really care about Target. Yeah. And every other video is, like, run to Target. Yeah, I'm also on Target TikTok. And they'd be I telling me to run. And I don't want to run. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is, like, like, some of it is helpful, but also, like, you have to question, like, I get some. It's just like how to like. It's like unique ways to tuck in your shirt, and then I'll like watch that. It. And I'm like, this is complicated. I'm not like meant for this. Yes, it would be like that. Okay. Or like how to properly cut a bagel, or like different ways to do your hair. Okay. Stuff like that, and then other things. Other things I would get would be like a lot of hauls, again from Target. Um, and then I would get a lot of those like meme type jokes. There was one, the one that did it for me, I think I deleted my app around the same time as this one trend was going around. And it was like, I guess to be blunt, but I guess it was like that one song that's like that funny feeling. There it is, that funny feel. I don't want to sing oh, it. Bow yeah, yeah. Burnt. Yeah, yeah, I know that's that song. guy. Mm -hmm. and it would just be like this block of text 
on the screen okay. and like alluding to that funny feeling and it would literally be like symptoms of like just symptoms <laughs> it would just be like signs that like someone is not doing well mentally and I would get all of those and I would be like I don't know why this is on my for you page oh. I definitely don't need to be seeing this right now but like I would still get them and I wouldn't like engage but mm-hmm. I don't know it was that was like I was like okay like <laughs> there's I don't know what what's up with this app but yeah and it's like frustrating because of like the juxtaposition of like your first video is how to cut a bagel and then the yeah. second video is telling you like oh like you're sick in the head yeah exactly like, that's so shocking it's so much yeah like I would get like bunny videos and then oh. the next one it would be like oh like you do this thing that's trauma you know yeah 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 <laughs> I would get those and it'd be like oh you're shy you have autism and I was oh like my God. I know <laughs> Yeah. I had to like step back and like think about everything about <laughs> yeah but I don't know they shouldn't because like I feel like we know a little bit better than like the 13 year olds on that app yeah for sure so I don't know it's worrisome I feel it's like we can episode just on TikTok oh my god yeah <laughs> part two yeah um interesting interesting yeah just that we're on the same page with that I guess yeah I'm I'm not surprised yes yeah, <laughs> um I have a question um that goes back to what you were saying about like your work um so you said like when you're done doing work-related tasks you just end up sort of like waiting and sitting on your phone Mm -hmm. so what would you like if you didn't have a phone what would you be doing with that time um I don't know because I feel like Like, I would still have to be at my desk just because, like, if I leave, it's going to, like, tell everyone that I'm not there. Um, what? Like, I have to, I have to, like, stay active on my computer. Okay. Um, so I feel like I would still, like, that's a great question because I can't think of anything that would, like, replace that. Like, all I do is, like, Google, like, random things and <laughs> scroll through Instagram. So I guess I would just be Googling things cool so it's not like that's like productive time wasted like either way downtime yeah it's okay downtime Mm -hmm. good thanks well you know what makes me feel slimy (laughs) what when I like post something on Instagram and then it gets likes and I'm like yeah but I'm also like why am I like yeah I hate it but I love it dopamine it's disgusting like who cares like it doesn't matter 
How do you feel about Instagram removing the like feature? I support it. Initially, I was like, is it that deep? But um, <laughs> like, it probably is. So yeah, it's good. I feel like they made it into a big deal. But like, I'm, it's nice that it gives people the option. Yeah. And I see a lot of people using that option, which is good. Yeah, that's nice. Everyone's like on that page. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else is slimy? What? Shein. Shein? Yeah. Because they like use slave workers to make their clothes. Yeah. And yeah, they. Slimy. Huh? That is slimy. It's slimy. <laughs> what else? Um, yeah, they're unethical and they are ruining the environment and you know i feel like a main thing to blame is instagram and the environment and not the environment and influencers hmm. because i feel like without them like no one would want to buy from shein but like people be doing these like $500 Shein hauls and then people are like I want to do a $500 Shein haul and then they buy $500 worth of clothes from Shein and it's insane um and also like just the constant like appearance of new trends on the feed of Instagram oh really mm -hmm. and that like, like uh-huh go ahead Oh, I was just asking, does that like transition onto Shein? I think it does because like Shein, first of all, gets a lot of their designs from like designers and like fast fashion in general. And mm -hmm. they kind of just like mass produce that because they know a bunch of people are going to buy it because of the trend. And it's like always like a constant cycle. Like you see some influencer wearing like some top from some like super famous like fancy designer and then Shein's making like copies of that and people go and buy it because it's on Shein for 10 bucks mm. so I just feel like mm, like I wouldn't say like it's not the influencer's fault for like buying something nice and then like posting a picture in that like okay. obviously like they're gonna do what they need to but it's just like people who want to I guess like replicate that so badly that they like go and buy something that they don't even like know anything about they don't know anything about yeah like I feel like it's not like too like I'm sure the average like she and purchaser doesn't really like look into where their clothes are coming from. Yeah. So, but you think like Shein is to blame? Um, or do you think the consumer is to blame? I feel like both. Cause like, I mean, Shein's the one that's making all these clothes in such a way, but. Mm -hmm. I think like everyone's to blame a little bit here. 
do you think the consumer like should be responsible before checking out and like I don't know like I'm not sure because then I'm gonna be like oh you know she in can you start paying your workers more please <laughs> like I'm not gonna be start paying the workers more I mean I'm not gonna be like she in can you stop dumping toxic waste into the ocean please wait what are they doing with the environment can you explain that one um well I'm, I'm sure it's not like it's literally not just she like all the companies are like like H&M, Zara, all those types. Mm -hmm. um, they're just like the way that they make, I'm not like an environmental scientist, but like <laughs> just like the materials that they use and like all the factories, like they just put all of that, all the materials into the air. And it's like, mm -hmm. like silicones, like plastics, um, again, I like to talk about things that I don't know anything about. So if you guys know more about this, please let me know. But that's basically like a rundown is that like the way that they make their clothes and the materials that they make their clothes with, like that's why it's so cheap, first of all. And also it's not good for the environment. And okay. they are destroying the ecosystems. Thing, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Pretty sad. Yeah, I see like a lot of discourse on social media about like fast fashion. Mm -hmm. And it seems like everyone says the same stuff, which is like, you know, if you can only afford like cheaper clothes, then like by all means, like right from Shein or mm -hmm. do the best you can. Yeah. But then, like like you said, it's the people who can afford to drop $500 on a haul, but they choose to drop it all on Shein. Yeah, exactly. Because that's, like, a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So, Like, you can buy, some, you can definitely buy somewhere sustainable with $500. Like, it's yeah. not even about, like, buying clothes for an affordable price. Because, like, I understand. Like, I, I definitely, like, you know, if that's what you can afford, like, go ahead but it's it's the problematic people that are like I know like they're just gonna wear like all that stuff once or twice and then it's gonna either be donated I don't know if they would but like or like end up in a landfill and then that will never decompose because it's made of plastic so why do you think people do these $500 Shein hauls like do they really care about the clothes or is it so they can make like a youtube video yeah that's great content i thought because yeah it does seem like people just be dropping all this money for the content um like i don't even know if it's i feel like okay this is not like i don't even know if this is like related but there's also some kind of like competition involved in just people like consuming in general like I'm not even an economist like I don't know I don't even know what I'm saying yeah. um but like I think just like the constant like promotion of constant consumption and like you know like 
influencers wearing designer clothes and stuff and just like promoting that it like has made like people like the average consumer as a whole just want to have more so you're saying like i don't know who's an influencer um Um. (laughs) kendall okay kylie one of them (laughs) so like are you just saying because of social media like now kendall can post like five pictures of five different outfits in one day versus like 10 20 years ago you would see her like a couple times a season and because of that like increase people are like yeah I want more because she has more and I'm seeing more of her face um yeah I didn't think about it like that oh okay um but that's a good point like is that what you're saying or are you I thought that was saying I was trying to understand oh oh sorry for not being clear no um please (laughs) I mean that's like also interesting to me because like 10 20 years ago you would see like a couple of looks a season but like now I'm not like saying like it's all like social media but like it definitely plays a part because it's so like instant and you Mm -hmm. see it happen like it's like literally on a weekly basis there's like new outfits and new clothes and like like all these shops like reflect that like every new trend like okay I guess last last year everyone wanted a sweater vest for example okay and H&M immediately started making like all these sweater vests like that was all you would see at H&M like everything that they had and like where all these sweater vests come from like how do they make so many in such a short amount of time you know and like within a month like I know that like I don't know a lot of like TikToks I guess were like kind of making this point that like all these sweater vests like all these argyle vests like are these girls really going to be wearing them like in the next few years like they're going to be sitting in the back of your closet like it's not going to be like a timeless trend Mm. um so kind of like that I think it's accelerated that like process a lot more so like we like as consumers we want to consume more and the like stores are producing more to meet that demand to make supply I'm not an economist I'm just saying words oh, you sound um, like an teacher. I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> in <laughs> the the curve the cur- yeah curve. that thing it shifts. <laughs> it shifts yep that's all I know Dang. did that answer your question yeah no it does thank you okay so you would say social media makes people more like materialistic mm. I think there's a correlation between that, yeah. But what do you think? Yeah, I think it makes sense. Like, like you said, like, open IG, Kendall Jenner. (laughs) She can afford so many things. She can. (laughs) Yeah. 
don't know like it's okay to like want things Mm -hmm. but I guess it's like frustrating that the average person can only afford to get it off of Shein Mm -hmm. so I don't know there's like it's like disconnect between us and like Kendall Jenner obviously yeah that's just frustrating (laughs) it's yeah it's annoying like I don't know who to blame Mm -hmm. why do you think people are like attracted to influencers like why do they follow them um you follow them if you do i think some people are just like interested in like you know these are like people that are so cool like they're so cool on their instagram story drinking their latte and they're so cool like on their feed like posting pictures of their new outfit so I think a lot of people just want to be able to relate to that um influencers are also traditionally very attractive people so traditionally also traditionally (laughs) typically they're pretty attractive so I think a lot of people also might just follow them because of that um it could also just be like inspiration like wanting to live life like them Mm. and they live like like obviously all these people are just posting like their day-to-day life but like it seems very mundane but everything also seems perfect because all they post are the perfect things Mm. so I think everyone just like likes to see that and because it's so like perfect and so visually appealing like everything just like they want that life or they want to have that fit into their life somehow Mm. do you feel like that's effective like do you follow emma chamberlain and then feel inspired to like do whatever she does on the daily um personally I, I mean I'm sure there's some people who do that uh-huh. um like I know there was like a few years ago there was like this whole phenomenon where everyone dressed like Emma Chamberlain and everyone mm-hmm. was drinking almond milk lattes and everyone had this backpack because Emma Chamberlain had the backpack and everyone had scrunchies because y- yeah you know <laughs> I could go on and on yeah so I think you know like that girl be like setting trends like good for her um so I think there is some like element of like they want to relate to her or like you know she's just like this like average girl who's just like you so like it's easy to kind of replicate that and try to be like what do you think I have one more question sorry oh please (laughs) I feel like I'm answering so many questions. So this is an interview now. Um, no, yeah, I feel bad. I don't want to. I just peace. Want to get your perspectives? Oh sure, I as well. Like your perspectives. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um. I guess like. Do you think it's like a good thing that people? like millions of people want to mimic Emma Chamberlain, Kendall Jenner, all these people? Or do you think that's just 
deeply. Un in unauthentic, inauthentic. <laughs> inauthentic. Like they're just not being themselves. They're like trying to be Emma Chamberlain vibes. <laughs> maybe they're just not Emma Chamberlain vibes. Um, like, what do you think about that? Like, is it a good thing for all these people? Like, that they should develop their own personalities? Yeah, like, why do they need Emma Chamberlain's backpack? <laughs> like, how, like, I just don't get it. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I, mean, I get it. Like two weeks ago, I looked up Dua Lipa's like lighter <laughs> hair clip. So I get That's it. So cool. It was really cool. Oh my god. It was like 150 bucks though. Dang. That's so awesome. Maybe it's on Shein. Just kidding. Thanks. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, a lot of these people are young. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people are actually. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think anyone at any age can be susceptible to being influenced by an influencer. But I think a lot of the people who go out of their way to buy an Emma Chamberlain backpack um, are like relatively young. So they're still like developing their own personality. Like, I don't think they know how to do it themselves yet. So okay. like people they look up to, they kind of take like bits and pieces of that. Like I know I used to do that when I was mm -hmm. like 14, 15, so yeah i guess it's good because she's like a good person from what mm -hmm. i've heard <laughs> <laughs> there's like worse people to buy backpacks from yeah exactly i have another question <laughs> sure um i feel like this is super relevant in the past couple of years um and I, I don't think everyone on like Instagram is exposed to this because it depends on who you follow. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, you know, something drastic is going on in the world, like a disaster, people yeah. are dying, the world is burning, etc. And you know, a lot of times that makes up like a majority of my feed and like all the stories on my feed. And then I guess the question is, what is the etiquette? And like, can I still go ahead and post like, I don't know, whatever I post? What did I post? Like things that are other than that disaster. Yeah. And okay. like, because, you know, it's like, it's like your account yeah and like you're not like supposed to post anything you don't want to post yeah but like I don't know I don't know you know you know what I'm saying right yeah yeah I know what you're saying okay. I have also <laughs> been thinking about this as of late just because things are happening in the world um and I see a lot of people, ugh, like it's so much, it's so much opinions like back and forth, mm -hmm. but I see a lot of people like going on Twitter and like, oh, like just saying, 
you know, back to back, it's like people posting about Afghanistan or like some like current event. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, it's like certified lover boy, like plug, you know, like, like it's the like same right person. the same person. Yeah. Posting that. <laughs> so it's like, you know, like that can be a little questionable. Um like if you do it like one after the other, or if you post like an infographic just to post like you and the girls at brunch, like five minutes after that. Yeah. It's like, it's like a checkbox. Yeah. Um, So I would say that kind of stands out to me. That kind of like seems a little bit shady. Like, again, it's like that person's account. They can post whatever they want, but like you might as well just not post anything if you're going to, okay be checking things off do you know what I mean I get it like it just looks sus it looks sus like I feel like any information spreading is good like I'm not saying like I'm sure everyone has like good intentions behind sharing things and spreading the word but it's just like I feel like there's people can be more sensitive to like what they're posting like right after I guess you know what do you think? No, I agree with you because I've noticed that. Like, I'm thinking back and like, there's been a few times where I've seen that and it's just like, it's kind of like a jump scare. Yeah. That's like how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, if your account is like dedicated to pictures of like I don't know airplanes <laughs> and then your whole feed suddenly if all your friends posting about like Uyghur Muslims are you still mm-hmm. gonna post a picture of the airplane mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> are you I feel like I take a break yeah but some people wouldn't and just, I don't know, like, if it's right to, like, hold that against them. Because some people do hold that against them. That's true. And they say, like, why aren't you talking about this? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I don't necessarily agree with always. Same. So. Yeah, I feel like, because there was definitely a point in time last year where Instagram infographics were, like, on everyone's yeah like radar but like now like I'm not saying one thing or another but like now people are like oh like you think you can just post an Instagram infographic and like call it a day so it's like sheesh man (laughs) what do you want us to do what do they say like what is the alternative? <laughs> Nothing. I, like, they don't give an alternative. Like, I totally get, like, when you're on Instagram and looking at this, like, very important information, make mm-hmm. sure there's, like, sources on the last slide. Yeah. Before you post it. For sure. Like, don't just post willy-nilly. Yeah. But, like, it's good to post this. I don't know why there's so much, like, why are people so against it I know all of a sudden exactly people are like gatekeeping 
gatekeeping. <laughs> and like, obviously people who make these infographics should not be like Palestine, like Al-Aqsa just got bombed and they put like hearts around it. Like they shouldn't do that. They shouldn't make it like pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if the information is correct, then it should be shared. Mm-hmm. Because I agree. Especially because nobody on Instagram is going to read like a full blown like research article. Like you have to be like realistic. So if it needs to be like a PowerPoint presentation very cleanly laid out, then like so be it. But then, like you said, people just be like, what, what do they be like? <laughs> they just be like, y'all posting your silly little PowerPoint presentations and calling it a day. I don't understand. Like, I like a nice PowerPoint presentation. I think it's a good way to share information. Yeah. And I think it's easily digestible for like people who are scrolling through Instagram. I think it's well made for like that platform. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> And the reason, like, there's sources. So if you do want to read more, exactly, like, look it up. Exactly. I just don't. People. And people who say that, like, I guarantee you, they don't know what they're talking about. Like, they are literally just really saying that because other people were saying that. Hmm. Because I don't see like journalists saying stuff like that. It's always people like us, like random. Yeah. Guys and guys yeah random <laughs> girls and guys on the internet with no like background on history or politics yeah they're just regular people like but who are you to argue to about. dictate yeah who are you to yeah. dictate like what someone should post to raise awareness for like an issue like in the middle east like yeah why is that your jurisdiction <laughs> If you're anti-infographic, send a message. <laughs> Let's debate. Let us know your thoughts on in- infographics. Yeah. Maybe that can and... be a like, poll. Oh my god, yeah. I'm done. Okay. Let's make an infographic about, <laughs> about infographics. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and like, like you said, it's like, if people don't post, if people are quiet, then there's a problem with that. Yeah. Um, you question, you're like, why are they not posting? Yeah. But that's like wrong. Not people should. jump. Exactly. I agree. It is wrong. People jump to conclusions. <laughs> Especially like with influencers. I think that's like really common. Like people are, are like attacking Charlie D'Amelio, mm-hmm. who is like, like last year, people would attack Charlie who was like I think 16 mm-hmm. like that she wasn't posting about like things that are so much like bigger than her like she's like a kid like what is she gonna do you know and like I get like she has a wide audience so like influencers definitely do question what are your thoughts <laughs> on influencers using their platforms for these things um I think they should if they believe in the cause but there is an issue in every single country like every industry has some major problem so I can't expect I can't expect Dua Lipa to talk about Palestine 
because I think she's qualified to talk about Palestine mm-hmm. or whatever. But if Dua Lipa doesn't say anything about like flooding in Karachi, I'm not going to be pressed about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but I think like if we're talking about like Black Lives Matter and like American influencers and celebrities, like, okay, I think Justin Bieber should say something because he's so heavily influenced by like Black artists. Okay. I feel like he owes that. Yeah. Like that's the least he can do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, for sure. That's very reasonable. Yeah, but like like you said, Charlie D'Amelio, I expect nothing from her besides fun Instagram pictures and chaotic podcast episodes. Dancing, fun dancing. Good dancing, yeah. Yeah. But, but at the same time, do I want to be on Instagram and everything is like, I don't know, like California forest fires. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Charlie D'Amelio is twerking on my feed. Right. Like, it's but so that's confusing. like also just who I follow. True. So, you know, I curated that. Like, I set myself up for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for my fault. Yeah. Like, people can't be mad about that if mm-hmm. they follow those people. Yeah. That's very true. Love the wisdom. Huh? <laughs> Your wisdom. No. <laughs> I have this one thing written down here. Uh-huh. It says, everything is fake. And I just think that's really interesting. You wrote <laughs> that? I did write that. And I have also tweeted this before because I had like this realization that like nothing matters. <laughs> like everything is so fake and like it's just like you know I can post whatever I want yeah or like everyone is just everyone just be posting but like who are they posting for like there's no reason to be (laughs) never mind no elaborate that's not even like what the point was I don't know why what I was saying everything is fake like um I have I guess I've started kind of going through my accounts and removing and unfollowing people who like you know like I don't need to be following I don't need to see mm-hmm. updates on their life not because like you know I have like I'm being petty or like I don't want to be following them anymore but just like there's no reason for me like my brain cannot like comprehend that many people <laughs> like I don't need to be like consuming that much so like Instagram does this really nice thing where it's like it shows you who you don't interact with like the most the least interacted with accounts yeah, so I've kind of like been going through that and like every few days I kind of like go down the list and I'm like okay this is fine like I don't need 
I don't need this person on my feed. Me? No. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, I guess I had a similar experience. Maybe like junior year of college. Um, where I just had like so many people on my feed and I guess primarily it was just high school people but you know that was like a couple hundred people so sheesh just, you know high school you yeah. follow like, everyone <laughs> but it was just like I don't really know these people anymore I don't even in high school I wasn't friends with them I just saw them every day but yeah I conversations with them mm-hmm. and now like they're just posting like you know the parties they're going to in college and stuff like that and yeah it's like it was sort of just like looking at strangers. So I started unfollowing them. But then I felt bad about that. And I was like, what if they crossed my mind one day? So I started Aww. muting them. <laughs> okay, nice. So now I have like hundreds of people muted. Mm. And even like college people, like if I wasn't like, clo- not close, but like, if I didn't speak with someone regularly, then it was sort of the same effect on me where it's just like, I don't think I need to like have regular updates on this person's life unless I'm like wondering like oh I wonder how like this person's up like what this person's up to how they're doing and then I can just search it up and look mm-hmm. but like I think that needs to be like my active decision rather than just like you know waking up in the morning and the first thing I see is like oh so and so is like yeah engaged and like the engagement <laughs> yeah no so um I like that I like I like muting I feel like it's softer than unfollowing and yeah um, I mean unfollowing's fine it's just I feel kind of bad about it because a lot of people take that really personally yeah for sure yeah um yeah like one time I noticed that someone unfollowed me and I was so hurt (laughs) Which is so dumb because like it's not even a big deal. But yeah, I was just, like, what did I do to like yeah. make them follow me? Mm-hmm. But it's never like really you. It's just like you know, yeah, it's their feed. Yeah, they can do what they want. Yeah, I mean, I think it's nice to like use social media as like a memory book and like post brunch with the girls and stuff like that I think that's what it was meant to be used for yeah but at the same time like you said like you just have to be careful with it and like you don't need to know that he's getting engaged and grade civics is engaged or at brunch with her friends yeah like it's just unnecessary information. That's true. And it still matters to her, but like, it's okay. Yeah. And now likes don't even like, it's not a thing anymore. So mm-hmm. it's fine. And it's it fine. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, Because when I post, it's, like, and when I, like, check things, it's, like, 
like I like to look at what my friends are doing like that's my primary reason like if I see you have a story I go and I go to reply to it you know yeah like that's that's the first thing that I do like I just I just like like that's why I post brunch with the girls just like you know because like I'd be appreciating brunch and I'd be appreciating my girls but I'm sure there's like someone out there from high school who's like seeing this and they're like what is like I don't need to be seeing this and they unfollow me and I'm like okay like you know so it's all I think everyone just knows too many people and we were not meant to know this many people so I think yeah we should all take a step back and evaluate hmm. homework homework <laughs> only if you want like if you like social media let us know let us know what you think yeah I started following a lot of accounts that aren't like like people like like obviously a person runs it but the content isn't like anyone's face it's mm. just like you know like art or like music or landscape and yeah it's just stuff I like would like want to look at <laughs> yeah and I think that just helped because I replaced all these like random faces with like things that actually like bring me comfort that's really nice you're really nice no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it's also good for like finding like common interests like mm-hmm. like I like to follow accounts that like I'm interested in like it, like I have a I have an account for my cat that's mm-hmm. kind of fun I like doing that um I have I like to post I like to follow food I like to look at that I have a food account Candy hunting. Candy hunting. <laughs> Always be posting the the most fun snacks. Yeah. Um, yeah, just stuff like that. Stuff that will actually benefit you and not like just fillers of space. Yeah. Or, like a follower account. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that applies to like anything you do like even offline like you just have to like set your intentions with it Mm -hmm. to make it like I guess so it's not like purposeless yeah so true what (laughs) (laughs) setting intentions yeah I feel like that was just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to this topic yeah (laughs) Like there's so many different. Hmm? We might have to hit part two. We might have to. I feel like I'm gonna. Like things are just gonna come to me later. Yeah. Like usual. Yeah. Um. Well, if you guys enjoyed this episode. I don't want to tell you guys to follow us on Instagram unless you want to, but it would be nice just so you 
can see what we're up to and chat with us. Um, but yes, thanks so much for listening. I know this one was a little long, but there's a lot to say as usual. Um, <laughs> Enjoy anything Huh? Enjoy your weekend. Yes. Um, let us know how much time you spend on social media. I'm curious to know. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can leave like a bar graph. <laughs> An Excel spreadsheet? Yeah. A nice little infographic? <laughs> Tell us your screen times, please. And <laughs> we will get working on that immediately. <laughs> Um, all right have a great rest of your day or evening or morning or etc <laughs> bye bye all right thanks for listening be sure to tune in to our next episode yeah and also feel free to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode um, also follow our Instagram. It's in our bio. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye.